Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, July 20th, 2017. Uh, I want to thank everybody for a really good week of sending articles and everybody that made donations, too. Thank you. Just a reminder, we don't have a um, members vid chat tomorrow. It will be next week, and that will be the early in the afternoon U.S. Central Time vid chat for our friends in Europe and uh, Africa. Anyway, um, the Nefarium has been at it again, and uh, this time it concerns their banking franchise, and I, you know, I, I got these two stories from members and read them, and I thought, wait a minute here. <laughs> so if you'll indulge me, I'm going to depart from my normal uh, process of reading the story and then giving you my high-octane speculation, because the context for these two stories, as far as I'm concerned, is the story from just a few days ago, like maybe a week and a half, two weeks, just a few days ago, you recall that Barclays Bank in uh, England had an online internet banking outage, okay? And of course, this left people scrambling uh, for money because they couldn't get their money. And a similar but smaller one, if I recall, may have happened in France. Well, it's happened again to the Bank of America. But before we get to that, I want to also have you remember in the back of your mind all of the flash crashes we've seen lately. The NASDAQ stock market flash crash just a few days ago, which plummeted and uh, values plummeted because of algorithmic trading. They had to stop the trading, reset some prices, uh, and so on. And then we had the commodities silver market flash crash as well, all right? Now, I've been speculating that we are either looking at one of two things. We are looking at somebody with a lot of computing power and savvy probing the architecture of the Internet and in particular, that part of the Internet that handles international financial clearing and transaction. All right. So all of this is being done, as it were, in the cloud. <clears throat> so somebody's either probing the architecture and probing the safeguards of significant financial institutions like Barclays, like Bank of America, or we are dealing perhaps with an artificial intelligence that is doing all of this on its own. Now, I don't rule that out because if you've seen the CBS television series Person of Interest in season four, this is what an AI actually does. An artificial intelligence crashes the stock market and everybody's watching their savings and, and pension funds evaporate, and then the artificial intelligence pumps the market back up, okay? So I've entertained both possibilities. However, I am entertaining today yet a third possibility. Now, I'm going to depart also from my standard uh, review of things 
because what I'm going to be reading from the first article isn't the article, it's the comments, all right? And there's a reason for that. The first article is the Zero Hedge article, Nationwide Outage Hits Bank of America, Customers Unable to Access Accounts. And it goes on to outline the difficulties that various customers were having uh, about, some estimates, about 46 million people in one way or another affected by that outage. What I want to concentrate on are the comments because the comments are suggesting to me that I'm not the only one thinking that there's something mighty fishy going on with all of these online banking outages. So I just want to read before we get to the second article and my high-octane speculation of the day as to why I think all of these things are interconnected, I want you to listen to some of the comments. Number one, Barclays two-week European outage. Two weeks, folks. European outage started this way. Next comment. Just wait until it's 100% digital currency. Next comment. Yes, in fact, just to be safe, Bank of America is running each charge twice. In other words, that person, <coughs> pardon me, is saying exactly what I suspected before and, <coughs> pardon me, blogged about on my website, and that is that the banks are using these outages or pretending that they're outages while they're conducting secret trades and accounting adjustments, okay? And I do suspect that. Um, you know, I put nothing against these, these uh, finance capitalists. And please don't get me wrong, folks. I am nowhere near a socialist or a progressive. I am a capitalist, but there's a difference between finance capitalism and equity capitalism. And what you're seeing is the finance end of the equation running amok and doing whatever it pleases. All right. Next comment. I remember an article on Zero Hedge a while back that said all banks have to use Windows Vista in order to use the SWIFT money transfer system. So isn't that reassuring? All of those international transactions running through SWIFT might, in fact, actually be on Windows, <laughs> okay? And for those of you out there who, like me, have suffered the indignities of the worst operating system in the world, just imagine how secure that makes our financial transactions. Anyway, I don't want to go down that road. Anyway, another comment here. This has nothing to do with Bank of America's insolvency, <laughs> okay? Next comment, this is just a test run. Wait till the real crash comes. Then no bank ATM will be safe from the idiocy that is socialist fiat debt spending. There are smart socialists, and then there are those who actually believe it works. <laughs> Next comment, can't wait for cashless, all digital banking. Swell idea, <laughs> okay? And final comment here. Haha, ha, pulled out of all of dealings with that bank in 2011 and have never looked back. Bank of America is garbage. 
not that the credit unions are much better, but they're at least better. <laughs> Stay loco, my fellow serfs. All right, now, the reason I read that is because if you look at those comments, and I just selected a few, I was kind of stunned that there's a lot more people out there. You know, if each comment represents, according to the old radio uh, radio adage, if you get a letter or a comment, that really is representing about 5,000 listeners statistically. So, you know, I don't know if that applies here or not. But, you know, in the case of online banking outages, for every comment on Zero Hedge, you can pretty well imagine that there's probably some more people thinking the same thing. And those comments added up to, number one, these events are tied to banking insolvency, <clears throat> banking malfeasance, running double charges, and so on. And they were also tying these outages to the idea that, hey, is a cashless society all digital banking? Is that really the way we want to go if this can happen and either inconvenience you or in one case of a lady that I did not read her comment, she was closing on her house when the outage happened, okay? Now imagine if you're in that position and some people uh, stranded overseas and so on and so forth. So in other words, it might be that these accidents may not be accidents if you want to extend my scenarios a bit further and say that these are events to get people to wake up to what a, the dangers of a cashless society are. And trust me, folks, with the banking push, with the push of Mr. Global and the central bankers right now to go to cashless society, you need to pay attention to these types of events. Um, personally, I never have all of my cash in any such institutions, all right? But now I want to get to the second story because it suggested to me yet another possible scenario behind all of this. Now, please remember what I'm arguing here. We've got online banking outages that have happened in the last month and a half or so to Chase Manhattan, to Barclays, to Bank of America, we've had two flash crashes. So in other words, we're having a lot of online banking and trading interference. And to me, two times is a coincidence. More than two, and you're either dealing with a conspiracy or you're dealing with one very large synchronicity. You take your choice. I'm on the conspiracy side of this, folks. I'll be honest with you. All right. Next article from Zero Hedge is Notorious Spanish Banker Found Dead with Shotgun Blast to the Chest. And I'm going to read the opening two and then the last paragraph of this, or last three paragraphs of this article. The former chairman of one of Spain's largest banks have been, has been found dead with a shotgun blast to the chest in a private hunting estate in southern Spain, the country's civil guard said Wednesday. According to the Associated Press, Miguel Blesa, the former head of the now defunct Caja Madrid Savings Bank, whose brushes with the law and extravagant hunting trips came to symbolize the excesses of the country's economic boom, was awaiting the result of an appeal 
to a six-year prison sentence for misusing corporate credit cards issued by the infamous Bankia, another defunct bank. Skipping toward the end of the article now. Under Mikel Blesa, Caja Madrid, along with other savings banks, moved from the, in, from the traditional role of providing deposit accounts and small business, uh, small business loans to huge mortgage lending and marketing complex financial instruments. That's code for derivatives, folks, during a property boom. So in other words, the same pattern that we saw in this country, in Canada and England, derivatives coupled to housing prices in massive mortgage and credit default bundled instruments, and then derivatives of derivatives. Let's remember that part of the equation. I wrote about this in Babylon's Banksters. When those securities began to be sold and inflate uh, the finance capital end of the equation, and when the housing pricing and housing market bubble burst, that became a lot of bad paper in the system. In other words, it was a, it was a classical pump and dump, folks. And a lot of these bankers who were willing to play along with it got caught, like Miguel Blesa. Let me continue. It was also during the, it was also the source of its downfall. Caja Madrid was merged with six other savings banks in 2010 to form the ill-fated lender Bankia which as regular readers here, that's Zero Hedge, are all too aware, also did not last long. As a result of massive holes in the merged entity's balance sheet, Bankia was bailed out in 2012 in Spain's biggest ever bank rescue. The former banker was also in the midst of a lawsuit involving irregular bonuses. Is this sounding familiar? during his time at Caja Madrid. In 2013, he was briefly jailed for irregularities in the purchase of shares in the City National Bank of Florida, but a court later acquitted him. At the end of the article, a spokeswoman with the police force said initial inquiries into the death of the 69-year-old Miguel Blesa had ruled out a homicide. <laughs> Okay, so in other words, the guy shot himself in, in the chest with a shotgun, okay? Um, maybe he did that with his toe. Maybe it was a sawed-off shotgun so that he didn't have to reach so far. But um, the only other person that I know that has been alleged to have committed suicide in that way was George de Morenschild, the infamous uh, JFK uh, assassination witness or suspect, and a, a person of interest in the whole thing. All right, so what do I think is going on here? Well, folks, we have a pattern of Internet banking outages occurring within the same basic time frame. We have a pattern of flash crashes. Now we've got yet another dead banker. And all of this is adding up to me. I'm leaning now toward the idea that something is going on here. There may be something connecting all of these uh, things. And 
what I suspect the underlying thing might be is all of those derivatives that pumped up, that were used to pump up the market, inflate everything, give these finance capitalists their huge bonuses and their balance sheets showing tremendous profits, which of course was all fantasy, it was all make-believe. Now, one of the things that would enable you to do this is, of course, trading all of these things faster than human beings can account for them and doing so electronically, all right? The problem with derivatives, my friends, is you've got all of these securities bundled into bundles of bundles, and these things exist largely, so to speak, in the cloud. You don't have a piece of paper or an actual bundle of paper being hauled around in mail sacks and traded between people. And my friends, that's the problem. I've said many times that the problem of these high-frequency algorithms and dark pools is increasingly markets are removed from human activity, from the tempo of human trading, and therefore all kinds of malfeasance could take place. And some of these people on Zero Hedge are thinking more or less the same thing. Hey, during that outage, they can take all of our money and execute secret trades and other things with the books. I suspect these outages are covering another activity and that they are, I suspect now anyway, that they are intimately and profoundly related to the fact that there's all of that bad paper on the books. The other alternative that I have been suggesting in the past is, okay, you've got quadrillions of dollars worth of derivatives, and the only way to balance those in the books is with the quadrillions of dollars of resources that people that are, are claiming that we need to go out and mine outer space, those resources are out there. So in other words, I pointed out very early on that the way to balance the books is you have financial activity that appears to be balanced against whatever they might be able to find and trade in outer space and bring back here. The problem with that that many people have pointed out, that would collapse the Earth economy. But the problem is the derivatives are already in the quadrillions of dollars, and therefore they're several orders of magnitude beyond the entire planetary gross domestic product. Okay? So I'm thinking that we're looking here possibly now with these activities occurring in more or less the same time that an infamous Spanish banker, Miguel Blesa, was apparently the victim. He was suicided, folks. Uh, and there's no doubt in my mind that this probably was a murder. If it was a suicide, then he may have been under some tremendous pressure. But I'm thinking now that all of these flash crashes and more particularly these big online banks, the big ones, not the you know, not your local credit union or things like that, but that these banking outages that appear to be happening to the biggest banks are either internet architecture probing, which I'm still willing to entertain as a hypothesis, or they are part of an AI in the process of waking up, which I'm still willing to entertain, or these activities are coordinated to the fact 
that the financial crisis really was not solved with the bailouts, that they've got a lot of bad paper on their books, and that the insolvency of the, these banks is triggering some desperate, desperate action to cook the books, quite literally, and to do so using other people's money. Always remember this. When you put your money in a bank, between the time that you deposit it and the deposit is posted, that money is in limbo, and the bank or credit union or brokerage house, whatever, can use that money to execute trades for themselves. Okay, that's called the float. And I believe that banks have been doing this, have been using the float, and particularly abusing their status as custodians of their clients' money to do this sort of thing for a great, great amount of time. Now, take the idea of the float and add to it an, a so-called internet online banking outage. In other words, instead of a few minutes or seconds that they have to use that money, they've got hours now to use their depositors' money to execute a lot of trades. So I'm suspicious here, folks. I have to be honest with you. I, I realize that what I'm proposing is way out on the end of the twig of high-octane explanation, uh, uh, speculation and way be, pardon me, way beyond the ability of existing extant evidence to explain. But nonetheless, I'm willing to put it out there as a possibility, the reason being that if you're aware of the possibility, then you'll know what to look for and perhaps share it with me or other people uh, because there's something going on here, folks. I can just feel it in my, in my bones. Anyway, that's it for this week's News and Views. Don't forget, tomorrow there is no vid chat. Uh, and for everyone that's been inquiring about the new book, um, it is done. Uh, I am doing a couple more read-throughs before I send it off. I will send it off next week, I'm planning. Um, I will let everybody know once the publisher tells me that it's in the warehouse and shipping out. I will let everyone know the title of the book. Uh, I have to warn everybody, this was a book I wrote largely for me because I knew I'd have to deal with this subject, and I basically just wanted to get my thoughts down on the record. Um, it's a messier book than any of my other books, uh, but nonetheless, I think a very important one. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. I'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless everyone.